I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Successful people move themselves to action much more often than unsuccessful people do. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. If you are loving the Work On Your Game podcast and you want to know what is the next step you can take to get further into this world, what you need to do is go claim your free copy of my newest book, The Third Day. In that book, I'm going to give you some simple performance formulas, brand new formulas that will help you be more consistent and disciplined and trust yourself more. And all of this with no willpower required. All you have to do is follow these new approaches that I'm going to give you about performing, consistency, and discipline. You're going to learn to trust yourself, perform at a high level, build that reputation, and you will not need to will yourself into working hard or any of that old stuff that you've been hearing from other people about consistency. I'm going to show you the way to do it right. I'm going to give you the book for free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. So that's my newest book, Third Day. I'm going to give it to you free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. It's a physical book. The link is thirddaybook.com. Many people have asked me, Dre, do you do any form of coaching? The answer is yes. I have two coaching programs open, as a matter of fact. First, my one-on-one coaching program is my third day mastermind. For those of you who want one-on-one personalized attention, where it's just you and I, we talk specifically about your goals, your challenges, where you want to go business professional-wise, where you're trying to get to, where you're at, what type of changes need to happen, whether those are tangible changes, intangible changes, starting with the being, then the doing. Of course, we got to get to the measurable havings. That is in my third day mastermind. My other coaching program is my Bulletproof Mastermind. That is my group coaching program where I will help you have clear, duplicatable systems for yourself and for your business and the discipline to execute. And I will help you make sure you have all of that stuff in place in 30 days or less. And then you're going to stick around the program even when you have your systems in place so that you can build your network, so that you can connect with other people, so that you can trade for services, so that you can make those phone calls and send a text message and get problems handled that you otherwise don't need to be handling yourself or would not be able to handle yourself. That is in my group program called the Bulletproof Mastermind. You can get information and join either program by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com for my one-on-one coaching or my group coaching program. For one-on-one, you hop on a Zoom call with me so we can talk about who you are, where you're at, and how we can get started. And the group coaching program, you can sign up right there on the website right now. Both programs, all information, all details, and get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com.
You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. Where is it? And on top of all this, you get the huge dose of personal initiative. That's the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, mindsets, and one un- all under, rather, one unifying philosophy that is called, we could all say it together here, work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to push people to action. How do you actually move somebody to do something when they otherwise maybe wouldn't be doing it or for whatever reason they are hesitating on doing it or they're just dragging their feet and maybe not doing enough for themselves that they should be doing? How do you actually move a person to action? We're going to answer that question here in today's episode. Now, before I even do that, First of all, let me tell you, I have a daily motivation text message. I'm going to move you to action right now. I want to send you that daily motivation message. That message is going to move you to action. But first, I got to move you to the action of joining my texting community so that I can send you that message because I don't have your number. But I'm going to give you my number. You're going to text me. And then from there forward, I'm going to text you and give you that message every single day. All right. So here's the action you need to take. You need to text me right now. You're already on your phone. All right. So just put out, open the text message. Text me at this number. 305-384-6894. Send a text to that number right there. Just let me know you're ready to get that daily motivation message. And every day you're going to get a message that'll keep you focused, sharp, and on point guaranteed. And it is guaranteed to move you to action. So I'm already practicing what I preach here. So now let's get into the topic. This, This topic is all about, first of all, you can use this, yes, as a framework to move yourself. This is also a framework for moving other people. So especially those of you who are If you happen to be the motivated type, you happen to be the inspired type, you happen to be the type of person who takes personal initiative, the person who does move yourself to action. Yet the challenge is you find yourself around people who don't move themselves to action. They don't move themselves that quickly. They kind of drag their feet. They hesitate when it's time for them to move. How can you get those people to go do what they need to do often for themselves? How can you do it? Or if let's say any of you who's in the sales world and you're selling something and you know the person wants to close. You know they want to buy that thing. They, the only thing that is keeping them from moving is maybe they have some emotional hang up. Maybe they don't want to part with the money, even though they have the money. They're just, they would rather just stay with the status quo of wherever they were before they walked into your showroom or before they came to your website or before they got in a conversation with you. How can you move that person to action that they know they need to take, that you know they need to take, and you know that it senses your moral obligation to help them by selling them the thing? You know it will help them. They will be in a better space by buying from you, yet they are hesitating on doing it. How can you move that person to action? Today, I'm going to give you a framework for doing it. How do you move another person to action? And again, do not hesitate to use the same framework on yourself if you ever need to move yourself to action, because all of us will face that challenge as well. And by the way, just as a, a note before we get into this, the most successful people that I know are the type of people who are capable of moving themselves to action on call whenever they feel like it. Whereas unsuccessful people, the unsuccessful people I know, they are incapable of moving themselves to action. As a matter of fact, I shouldn't even say incapable. They are fully capable. We're all equally capable. It's just that they don't do it as often. Successful people move themselves to action much more often than unsuccessful people do. That's just a fact of life. And you can look around and you can confirm that on your own. Text me if you see something different. Actually, text me if you see the same thing too. Point number one, topic once again, is how to move people to action. You must be willing to make someone uncomfortable in order to create leverage. 
What is leverage? Leverage is what you will use to get someone to do something that otherwise maybe couldn't or would not happen. That's what leverage is. Getting leverage on another person means putting them in a position to where you can move them better than they can keep themselves in the same spot. That's the, I'm just giving you the layman's, the layman's way of looking at leverage. is a way of moving someone to do something that maybe they otherwise would not have done had that leverage not existed. So for example, let's say a person is, a person never works out. They never go to the gym. They never exercise. They eat maybe okay. Maybe they eat kind of poorly, but they never do anything to take care of their health, right? And throughout their lives, they're in pretty good shape. But at some point, they get maybe into their late 40s. They get into their 50s, maybe even earlier than that. And suddenly their, their body's not working the right way anymore. Maybe they start having back problems. Maybe they have to go to the doctor and get surgery. Maybe they have a hernia. Maybe they have some clogged artery. Maybe they have a heart attack. Maybe they, they get diabetes or they realize or they remember that certain diseases run in their family or heart disease or something like that. And they realize when they go to a doctoral checkup or maybe a loved one says it to them, like, hey, you know that you're kind of in danger of losing your life because of your poor health. Or a doctor tells them that all of a sudden, once they find this out, this person, again, they could be 35, they could be 42 years old, they'd be 50 years old, relatively young. But now they got this news that because they haven't been taking care of their body, that something bad might happen to them. Like they might, might have to pay the ultimate price in life with the end of their life because they haven't been taking care of their body. All of a sudden, this person wants to go to the gym. All of a sudden, instead of going to the candy store, they're going to Whole Foods and going only in, into the organic produce aisle. All of a sudden, they want to hire a personal trainer. All of a sudden, instead of drinking beer and soda, they want to drink water. Why is this? What happened to this person? Are they just now becoming aware of water? Did they just now find out that there was a gym two blocks away in a neighborhood they lived in their entire life? They just now find out that eating organic produce instead of eating candy and potato chips was actually a better, healthier option for them? Did they just now learn about this stuff? No, they already knew about this stuff the whole time. What happened? The news that finally hit them was that they might lose their life if they don't do something different. So now all of a sudden, this person has leverage. The leverage is the pain that they would experience if they don't make a change. That is leverage. And you can help create leverage on another person. I'll give you another example. As a kid, sometimes on Saturday mornings, my mom, my mother would wake up my sister and I and tell us, all right, today you need to clean your rooms. And or she would say, if it was in the fall, you need to go and rake the leaves. Or if it was winter, you need to go outside and shovel the snow. Now, shoveling the snow, I actually enjoyed. I never liked raking leaves, but I enjoyed shoveling the snow. So I usually didn't have to be, nobody had to get leverage on me to get me to do that. But with raking the leaves, I never really liked. So let's say it was something like raking the leaves. If I didn't do it the right way, I knew I would face some physical punishment. Now, I don't know how parents parent their kids these days. I don't see a lot of kids getting their asses whipped these days. But in the era that I come from, kids got their asses whipped. I mean, you physically got hit by your parents if you didn't do things a certain way, you didn't do them the right way, or you didn't do them fast enough. And I think many of you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's the fact that I knew if I didn't do things the right way, I might get my ass whipped was leverage. Or my parents had leverage on me. Or it wasn't, I wasn't raking those leaves out of kindness on my heart or cleaning the bathroom or dusting the furniture. I hated dusting the furniture too. Out of the kindness on my heart, I was doing it because the person who told me to do it had leverage over me and there was something uncomfortable that would happen if I didn't do it. That is leverage. If you want to move a person to action, you have to be willing to create leverage on them by doing something or presenting something that could possibly make that person uncomfortable. So you have to be comfortable getting uncomfortable. Everybody's heard that phrase, right? 
Getting comfortable being uncomfortable does not just mean with yourself. It also means with other people. Are you willing to make other people uncomfortable in order to get them to do what they need to do for themselves? Because sometimes other people will do something for themselves through you that they would never do on their own if they were just left to their own devices. In other words, for example, any of you who's a personal trainer, you understand that the people that you train are going to be in better shape because you are slave driving them to work out. And again, I'm just using that as a euphemism, but you get what I'm saying. You are pushing them to do stuff that they wouldn't do on their own. If they didn't have a trainer, they wouldn't be doing all those burpees. They wouldn't be lifting all those weights. They wouldn't be doing that extra set when they get tired. They would just leave. But because you're there, you are helping them do more for themselves than they would ever do on their own. You are the leverage and people will pay for leverage. I do things. I work as a coach. There are people who I coach one on one. There are people in my masterminds who I coach. And many of those people is not like these people are complete. Uh, sloth bums who would never do anything for themselves. These are people who usually are already doing things for themselves and doing pretty well for themselves. The reason that they hire a coach is because the coach creates the leverage for them to do what they need to do for themselves. And it creates the accountability that they're dealing with another human being who they respect. And they know they need to do this thing because they said they were going to do it. It creates leverage for them. And this is a simple shortcut that any of you can use. Other people, you can use other people as leverage for you to do what you already need to know what you what you already know you need to do for yourself. So getting other people involved in your goals does n- is not a sign of weakness. doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. Actually, it's a smart thing to do. And it actually is a more efficient way of getting things done because with those other people around, it's just a way that we're wired as human beings. We are more willing to do things to avoid being embarrassed in front of other people than we would do just for ourselves. Because if you tell yourself you're going to do something that you don't do it, well, who's going to know about it? Nobody, just you. But if you tell 10 other people in your mastermind group you're going to do something and you don't do it, now you got to explain to them that you didn't do it. Now that's the thing. If you have a coach and you tell them you're going to do something this week, and then you got to get on a call with them next week and explain to them why you did absolutely none of what you said you were going to do, now now you kind of feel like an asshole. And that feeling of being an asshole in front of somebody is worse than the feeling of feeling like an asshole to yourself for most human beings. It's just the way that we're wired. This is why getting other people involved in your goals is actually a great way to create leverage. And it makes you uncomfortable knowing that you would have to show up and tell that person that you didn't do what you said you were going to do. That's leverage. You can do this. Now, we're still on point number one here. The topic is how to push people to action. And this first point, be willing to make people uncomfortable. You can do this because you know internally that by making them uncomfortable and thus creating leverage and thus moving into action, you are actually helping them. Even though in the moment, it might not feel like it. In the moment, it might feel like you're manipulating them or abusing them or pushing them too hard, or not being compassionate enough, or kicking their ass, whatever you want to call it, whatever way you want to language it, in the long run, you are actually helping them out. And if you believe that in your bones that you are helping somebody out by making them uncomfortable enough to move them to action, then you'll be willing to do it. If you do not believe that, then you won't be willing to move people to action. And the problem with that is you're not going to have as much success. The most successful people that I've ever worked with, worked for, or had worked for me are the type of people who are willing to be uncomfortable and willing to make others uncomfortable in order to get things done. This is a great thing about having a background in sports because in sports, it's baked into the culture that the coach and the trainer and your teammates and the opponents are going to do things to make you uncomfortable. That's the very point of training, is the very point of coaching, is the very point of the games, is the other team is trying to do things to make you uncomfortable so they can beat you in the game. And it's baked into it. So it's not a negative thing. Nobody has to apologize for it. Nobody even has to explain it. It's just part of the game. So that's this is why a lot of athletes and also I would suspect I don't have direct experience, but anyone who's been in the military, it is designed at certain points to make you uncomfortable, to find out how far you're willing to go before you break. 
How far are you willing to go? How much uncertainty and discomfort are you willing to deal with and keep going anyway? And if you're willing to keep going through it, you become a much mentally tougher individual. And then when you deal with the everyday life stuff that some of these these weak people who haven't been in those situations are dealing with, you can laugh at it. Is this true or not true? Any athletes, military listening to this, do I have this right? Well, athletes, I know, but military, y'all can let me know if I got that right. And understand that the person that you're pushing and creating leverage against, they need to know that this is why you're doing it. You might not have to tell them at the exact moment the whole time, but they need to know this is why you're doing it so that they can trust you and they will respond to the pushing. Now, different people need different levels of explanation to this. There are some athletes or some clients that you're going to have to explain to them why you're pushing them this way so that they understand it. And there are others who, when you push them and you start to explain it, they'll say, I know, I know that's why you're doing it. Keep doing it. That's exactly what I want. That's what I signed up for. I want you to keep doing that because I want to get better at it. Motivated people are the only people who seek motivation. People who are willing to push themselves are the kind of people who look for other people to push them. Notice that motivated people don't go looking for motivation. Uh, there's nobody who gets that, you know that daily motivation text that I tell you I send out every day? No unmotivated person comes to my daily motivation text. If there are unmotivated people listening to me right now. They will never text me because they don't want it. The only people who come for daily motivation are people who are already motivated. It's funny, that this is just the way that it works. Now, you heard the phrase, the rich get richer, right? The people who are already doing the thing look for more ways to do the thing. Whatever the thing happens to be, positive or negative. When you're pushing someone to action, it is unlikely that they would not understand the value of the action you're pushing. They probably understand it. That's why they're allowing you to push. Them. But it might make them a little bit uncomfortable that you're pushing them towards it. And they might not be uncomfortable enough to do it on their own. That's why you're there. They don't have the urgency to do it on their own. That's why you're there. So if creating that leverage works to move them to action and you know that it's going to help them, then do it. Why? Because you're in a results based business. And when your business is producing results and you actually produce results for another person, they may not love the process, but they will love the outcome. As long as you are convicted and you have conviction about the outcome that they're going to get through that leverage that you create to push them, then keep pushing them. Push them as hard as you need to. And you must have the confidence and the credibility and the posture to do this. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to push people to action. Be confident that your way is better than their way. I'll just explain this. If you're the expert, if you're the personal trainer, if you're the coach, if you're the drill sergeant, if you're the whatever, whoever the expert is in whatever environment, if you're the person in charge, you must be confident that your process is better than their process. If their process is to do five burpees and spend 20 minutes walking on a treadmill and that's going to get them in shape by summer and your process is, no, we're going to do 100 burpees and you're going to run on a treadmill and then we're going to do a boot camp class. And you get to drink water when I tell you to drink water. If you, you must believe that your process is better than their process. If you don't believe that, then you are unqualified to take their money. You're unqualified to be their trainer. You're unqualified to be their coach. You're unqualified to be their expert. You are unqualified to sell them a book. You are unqualified to sign them up for a course. You're unqualified to stand on the stage and give a speech. If you don't believe that your process is better than their process. I want to let that one sink in a bit. Because this is for all the experts out there. This is for all the thought leaders, all those of you who are selling your intellectual property, any of you who's selling anything that involves knowledge and information, you must believe that your knowledge and your expertise and your experience trumps their knowledge, expertise and experience. And often you'll be dealing with people who have none of any of those, but they still believe that their thoughts are better than yours. If you cannot have the, the posture and the conviction that what you know is better than what they know, 
you will never sell anything. And even if you do, you won't sell it again because you're going to get them such poor results. They will never come back to you. So this is a confidence thing. Now, we all know that discipline creates confidence. Episode 787. Some people who you work with and deal with are going to have a different idea from your idea. All right. I don't think this is news to anybody. But the reason that you're there is because of your ideas. So even though their idea is different from yours, so what? You're going to show them your idea and you're going to, by the end of the day, they're going to understand that your way is better than theirs. When I step on the stage and I tell people, I'm going to tell you a a principle about discipline called the third day. Well, some of them think they already understand discipline. So what? I'm on the stage. I'm going to tell you my way of living in discipline. And I'm going to sell you my way and I'm going to sell it to you that is better than your way. You're going to change your mind. That's my job. I'm going to tell you a principle about confidence called the super you. And I'm going to sell you that my way is better than yours. My idea of confidence is better than yours. Oh, you think fake it till you make it is how you get confident? I say no. I'm going to tell you how fake it till you make it is bullshit. And I'm going to tell you how to do it the right way. And I literally do do that in my books and I do it in my speeches. Why? Because I'm the one on stage. I'm going to show you that my way is better than yours. I have the conviction that what I know is better than what you know. And again, that's why I'm at where I'm at. That's the mindset that you should have as an expert in what you do. I don't care if you're selling real estate, if you're selling used cars, if you are a personal trainer, if you're a podcaster, if you're an author, your conviction is what sells. It's not the product that sells, it's the conviction that sells. You have to be strong enough with people and in your stance and have the conviction that whatever you're offering is better than what they showed up with. Because if what they showed up with is better than what you got, then why did they show up in the first place? Every interaction in life is a sales conversation on some level. Either you are selling them or they are selling you. Sell or be sold. I think that's the title of a book, right? I think Grant Cardone's book, Sell or Be Sold. I like that book. In human interaction, the person with the highest energy and the strongest conviction always wins. Let me say that again. In all human interactions, the person with the highest energy and the strongest conviction always wins. Doesn't matter what they're selling. Somebody could be selling a product that is complete garbage, but if they believe in it and they can get you to believe in it, they will make a sale. You ever bought some garbage and later on realized that it was garbage? Like, why'd you buy it? Are you an idiot? Are you stupid? No, it's because the person who sold it to you, their energy and their conviction in that product was stronger than your energy and your conviction in not getting that product. That's why they bought. That's why you bought it. That's just human psychology. Sales. That's all sales is. is human psychology it has nothing to do with the actual product most of the time. You can see proof of this. Again, you ever bought something and later on turned out to be a piece of junk. I remember this is probably around 2000 and maybe 2011, 2012. I was in South Beach, Lincoln Road, and uh, one of my boys was in town and we were walking on Lincoln Road. And this woman stopped us and she said, let me show you all. Let me uh, give you all an experience. I want to show you something about balance. And we said, all right. So she said, stand on one leg and hold your hands out and something. And then she pushed on one of the hands and we lose our balance. And we lost, stand on one hand, put your arms out like this. And then she pushed on one of my hands and I lost my balance. And then she said, all right, put this band on your wrist. And there was this little, this cheap little rubber type of band. You put it around your wrist. And she said, all right, now do the same thing. So you put, stand there on one foot, put her arms out. And she puts down on the hand and I didn't lose my balance. And we were like, damn. And she was like, yeah, see this band, this is balance band. And she gave some mumbo jumbo talk about why it was, why it's like using some energy from the universe and it maintains your balance and this and that. And it was a pretty good sales pitch and simple enough that in the moment she sold me and my boy one of these bands for $20 a piece. Now, we all know these by this point in time, and actually people knew back then, but I didn't know that there's a 
that was not actually what the band actually did. But the thing is, when you do an experiment like that and they push you off balance and then you do it again, your body adjusts because you just did it. So now it made an adjustment. So it's ready for that balance, that counterbalance. And you're not going to fall off balance the next time with or without that cheap little band. The band was a piece of shit. It was a $20 piece, $20 piece of junk. But the point is they sold me that junk because their conviction and their demonstration of what they had was better than my conviction and my thought of what I had. And sometimes it can happen FS. Now, again, the problem with something like that example is that you're not going to keep selling those because eventually the word is going to get out that it's garbage. And then you got to go find something else. But the point is, it still stands that that conviction is what made the sale. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is how to push people to action. Number three, take that person to the promised land. You want to push somebody to action, take them to the promised land and they will come back willing to be pushed to action the next time. In other words, get them the result that they want, like we talked about yesterday. Once you push someone to action, especially if they had resistance to that action, now is your job to deliver them results. You push them to do something. All right, now they did it against their will, maybe. Now is your job to deliver them results and the success that you told them was sure to follow if you if they allowed you to push them. So they let you do it. Now you better deliver. If you do this successfully, they will follow and trust you forever. They will be elated in the outcome that you helped them achieve. And they will send more people to you who are already predisposed to follow your lead because they're going to sell them. You don't even have to sell them. So if you sell one person with the hard sell, push them to action, get them to do what you say, and they get results, they will bring all the other sales to you. You don't have to do anything, but you better deliver. Results-based business. Remember what I said. For any of this to happen, you must deliver. You are in the delivery business. So you like dominoes, 30 minutes or it's free. So make sure that anything that you're doing, Keep in mind that you're in a performance-based business. You must perform and you must deliver results. When you deliver results, you get rewards. And a reward is whatever you want. You want money, fame, attention, happiness, love, likes, followers, whatever you want. You can get it as long as you keep delivering. You stop delivering, then, then the gravy train stops. Everybody got it? Let's recap today's class, which is how to move someone to action. Number one, be willing to make somebody uncomfortable in order to create leverage. You can do this because you know internally by making them uncomfortable, you are actually helping them. They need to know that that's why you're doing it or they won't trust you and they won't respond to your pushing. They might be, this person may know that what you're doing is going to help them, but they're just not uncomfortable enough on their own to do it. So you are the one who provides that urgency and provides that leverage. You're in a results-based business, so get the result. Number two, be confident that your way is better than their way because you may run into some resistance. You may say, all right, well, I want you to do this. And it goes completely against what this person has been doing for the last 10 years. How are you going to get them to do that? How are you going to get your two minutes of talking to go against their 10 years of beliefs, conviction, energy? When two people meet, whoever's energy is the strongest, they control the situation. When you are strong with them and you have conviction in your ideas, they will follow you. Every interaction in life is a sales conversation. You are either selling or you are being sold. Just like me on South Beach when I bought that piece of junk balance band. That was using the spirit of the universe. It was just a complete junk piece of rubber for 20 bucks. But their conviction and their story was stronger than my story. That's why they got my money. Number three, take them to the promised land. Once you put someone to action, especially if there is resistance, now is your job to deliver results and the success that you told them was to follow. If you do this, they will follow you. They will trust you. They will be elated in the outcome and they will send you more people who are already converted and ready to listen to everything that you say because you produce results one time. You produce results once, you can leverage that over and over again. With one caveat, you must deliver the first time around. When you deliver, all of this stuff starts flowing. You don't deliver, then that golden goose does not lay any eggs. All this said, 
Text me. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. My number is 305-384-6894. If you're a type person who wants to be pushed, you want to be prodded, you want someone to help you out, you want people to, you want to have a second, third, fourth, and seventh set of eyes on everything that you're doing and things that you're putting out so that you can really get your ideas polished. You can get them sharpened. You can get a clear framework for what you're offering. You can make sure mindset, make sure your mindset is on point. Make sure that you stay focused. Make sure that you have the accountability. You want to connect with the kind of people who will elevate you and you don't feel like you're always teaching, but you can actually learn as well. And you want to be in a group like that. Guess what? That exists. It's called the Bulletproof Mastermind. It's my group coaching program. It is open. You can join right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. The link is down below. Just click the button for the group program. You can see everything that we're offering. You can get started and be in that program in less than 30 seconds right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.